This is Blue Zoo Radio, a show dedicated to the aquatic hobby. Here's your host, Frank Reese. Welcome to Blue Zoo Radio. Appreciate everybody joining us wherever you may be are. That was great English, wasn't it? Uh, we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, and a whole bunch of other places. All you got to do is go on BlueZoo.com, BlueZooRadio.com to hear stuff. You know, when I was, uh, I've been a, into the hobby for a long time. And it's funny because even when I started, well, I was little, I didn't know a lot. But when I got older, there was always this brand that always popped up wherever I was going. And it was always, uh, I, I liked the little shrimp. I was like, I thought it was really cool. Um San Francisco Bay brand. So I was like, you know what? It's kind of almost surreal sometimes that I have this show and I have Andy, the owner, and I have guests like Jason coming up who are a big part of it because I always saw that as, you know, the the beacon of uh, the hobby. So um, that's my story. I like it. So I get to have guys on and girls and women who um, can show us and tell us what's going on. And, you know, you guys can send in questions. Just go to bluesradio.com and uh, get some questions, and we get the experts on. And when we come back real quick, we're going to have Jason Onepo from Ocean Nutrition and San Francisco Bay Brand with us. Back in a minute. This segment of Blue Zoo Radio is presented by San Francisco Bay Brand. Fish love it. Now back to Blue Zoo Radio with Frank Reese. He is Jason Onepo from San Francisco Bay Brand and Ocean Nutrition. Jason, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. And you, Frank? I'm good. And I, that that story I t- said before, that quick antidote, is true. I always used to see the little shrimp, um, Sally, all that stuff. And I was like, that's really cool. And literally, Andy, the owner of San Francisco Bay Brand, was, uh, was truly the first person I ever reached out to when I started um, Blue Zoo, what, I don't know, 15 years ago. So, so now you come in from San Francisco Bay brand shedding the knowledge. Isn't that nice? Yes. Wonderful. (laughs) Like just get it on, man. Hey, so I want to talk a little bit about since you, you're, you would be a great person to do this and I appreciate you coming on and taking some time for people that are getting into the hobby. Uh, even people that have been in the hobby, sometimes they need a reminder. Uh, let's take your average 29 gallon, 55 gallon community tank with Grammys and angel, whatever's in their community fish. What are some, you know, highlights and advice you can give the people for when it comes to feeding, how often, you know, if they got plecos in a tank or catfish, how do they get the food? Give us a little bit of info on how you think people should attack it when they uh, get into the hobby for the first time. Well, it's always going to be helpful to have a few varieties of food on hand. Like you've mentioned, you may have uh, fish that maybe feed at different levels in the aquarium. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to feed all those different levels every day because something like a catfish, he's going to be picking up uh, scraps of food that are down at the bottom. And uh, some of the other fish maybe that are in the, uh, the middle of the tank, they're obviously going to get scraps from food that feed at the top. So it's going to really depend what kind of fish, how many fish. Um, I mean, someone could have a 29-gallon tank with one or two fish in it, depending on the size of the fish, you know. Um, and then there are some people that have a 10-gallon tank that have 15 or 20 fish in there. And the good rule, you know, I mean, the basic rule of thumb is anywhere between three and five minutes, one to three times a day, depending on the fish. Now, another thing is the uh, the maintenance routine on the aquarium should be considered as well. I mean, if you're feeding heavily in your aquarium, 
you probably want to do maintenance more frequently. I mean, some people choose to do a water change once a week. They just don't change as much water, but a lot of times doing those small, smaller water changes more frequently is very beneficial to the aquarium. And it's also, um, you know, less of a chance to have a uh, large swing in parameters. So, you know, say, for instance, you're only changing 25% of the water compared to 50% of the water. When is there a rule of thumb for when you feed? Uh, obviously, we all everybody says about anything usually. Uh, less is more. Do you feed and make sure you watch, observe? It's not like you just chuck food in and walk away. You should be observing your fish, making sure they're eating, and seeing how fast sometimes it takes them to eat. Because if they devour a little bit pretty quick, you may want to give them a little more, or you might wait wait till next time. But a lot of it is observation, and you know, enjoy watching your fish eat. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, well, most people, I think, do enjoy watching the fish eat. That's part of the fun of having an aquarium. And so it's easy for them to uh, to see that and see if, uh, you know, the fish are done feeding, if there's still some food floating around or at the bottom of the tank, or, you know, maybe the fish have slowed down. That means you fed them too much and feed them a little bit less next time. You know, and um, it's also good, you know, if you feed them smaller amounts multiple times a day, because most fish in the wild, are going to be feeding throughout the day on, you know, smaller uh, food items and stuff like that. So it's a more natural thing for them instead of trying to just jam, you know, one meal a day down their throat or something like that. But, I mean, there are some some aquariums where you're only going to feed once a day. Is it a good thing, obviously, to uh, change up the diet a little bit? Maybe a little bit of frozen food here, some pellets here, some flakes there. I mean, you said that kind of earlier that, you know, you should have a variety. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I mean, another reason that it's good to have a variety, I mean, some people may mainly feed frozen to the tank, right? But uh, most people at some point go on vacation and they either have to have someone there to feed the fish for them or they're going to use an automatic feeder. So if your fish is used to feeding on frozen most of the time, you still want them to be able to feed on, you know, flake or pellet or at least be used to it because when you're going on vacation, you know, the, the best thing to use in an automatic feeder is a pellet. You know, because they're not going to cake together maybe the way a flake may if some moisture gets added or whatnot. And then freeze-dried, you may have a similar situation, although I do know a lot of people that use freeze-dried and automatic feeders. The thing is, when you've got something that dry hanging out over, uh, you know, right above the water, it's going to uh, just absorb that humidity that's coming out of the aquarium. So that's something to consider. So that, you know, that's another good reason to have uh, a variety but you know also fish are fish are going to get bored and you know in the wild they're not just eating the same exact thing all the time uh some diets may change uh, based on the season you know you know with um with so, like plecos and catfish um you know sometimes you'll read or hear that people turn the lights off to feed those it's not that the other fish aren't going to eat that i mean they they you know they can smell and see and have a feel for it i don't necessarily know if that's always necessary to do but you know to each his own if you're observing it and that works for you then do it yeah well it's because some of the uh a lot of those fish that you mentioned are nocturnal and especially if they're new in the, the aquarium they may be more likely to come out and feed in front of you if the lights are off but generally those fish after they've been in the aquarium for a while and they're comfortable they're just going to come out when you feed and then go right back into hiding afterwards you know, it's interesting you talk about um, the automatic feeders because, and it's a good advice. People don't realize that, you know, those things obviously have to hang 
uh, near the water to be able to feed. And you just have to be careful that, you know, you're not clogging the thing up with moisture because that, that could be a problem for sure. Yeah. Yeah, not only would it clog it up, but, you know, depending on how long you're going and the temperatures, the stuff inside, it could get moldy if it gets wet. Yeah. It doesn't mean you keep it on even when you're home 24-7, guys. You know, be a little more creative than that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people, they feed all the time with an automatic feeder, which is fine. I mean, some people have very busy lives, and sure. that's just what's required to make sure they get the nutrients into the fish. But I just, I think in general, people like to feed their fish. They like to watch the, the fish eat. They like to offer them different foods to see how accepting they are of them. And I mean, it's very common, especially if you go on the social media and you see, I mean, people have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different types of food that they're using in their aquarium. Yeah, that's a little tough for me even to keep track. I have a tough time feeding me regularly, so I don't know about feeding the fish. <laughs> an apple a day, Frank. He is chasing an apple. Uh, give everybody the information, how they can find stuff out about you guys. Oh, no, sfbb.com. Can't be any easier than that, sfbb.com. Jason, appreciate you coming on, spreading the knowledge. All the best on the East Coast, and we will talk soon, man. Thank you. All right, thank you. That is Jason Onepo from San Francisco Bay Brand and Ocean Nutrition. If uh, you like, to ha- if you have any questions for him, send him our way. He'll be coming on again. We uh, anticipate Jason doesn't mind spending time with us. This is Blue Zoo Radio. Appreciate everybody joining us. Thanks for talking. See you later. Fluval, discover life below water. Fluval's pioneering spirit and commitment to technology and design are reflected in its wide product range from the technically advanced Fluval G-Series filters to stylish yet practical aquariums, including Fluval Edge, Chi, Profile, and Studio. Without Fluval's innovations, the world's aquariums would be far less inspiring. Go to fluvalaquatics.com for more. Setting up your first aquarium? Aquion has everything you need to be successful. From natural fish foods, self-starting power filters, decor, aquatic lighting, and of course aquariums, Aquion has what you need whether you are setting up your first or 101st aquarium. Check out all Aquion has to offer at AquionProducts.com. Because with Aquion, it's all about the fish. At Hikari, we've been making species-specific diets for decades, from ponds and tropical fish to cichlids and marine life. At Hikari, we do it because we know it matters. Go to HikariUSA.com for more. Tired of frequent water changes? No time to take care of your fish tank? Can't clear cloudy water no matter what you do? Let EcoBioBlock infused with beneficial bacteria take care of your tank and give you back the time to relax and enjoy your aquarium. For more information and to order, go to Wondersave.com, spelled O-N-E-D-E-R-S-A-V-E.com right now. What makes Seagrest Farms the best? Everything Seagrest does is to provide the best quality, service, and dependability possible. From offering the best options for sustainably sourced fish to building a community connecting hobbyists and retailers. The goal is to always ensure the best experience possible. Say Seagrest and see the best. Discover Seagrest for yourself. Follow Seagrest on Facebook. 
Cordon's Novaqua Plus detoxifies chlorine and toxic metals while adding a protective skin slime coating, echinacea, and natural electrolytes and vitamins. Cordon's superior water conditioning products help make fish keeping easy. Visit Cordon.com and check out the entire line of products and ask for Cordon products at your favorite store. Cordon, trusted solutions since 1961.